Hey there, Mike Stelzner coming to you with a fascinating update you might not be familiar with. Did you know that Social Media Examiner can deliver all the marketing, training, news, and trends, insights that you need into your inbox three days a week when you sign up for our newsletter and it's completely free? Simply visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates and take your marketing to the next level. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Hello and welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher. My co-host today is Kim Reynolds, and this is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you. Uh, Today, we're going to explore Facebook group admin tools and updates. And our special guest is Holly Homer of Quirky Mama. I hope I can say that right. I think I did. (laughs) Before we get to that, I want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World 2019. Join 7,000 fellow marketers at the mega conference designed to inspire and empower you Social Media Marketing World 2019 in San Diego. Click smmw19.com for details or just go there, type it in and then go there. So let's get into the show. We're going to talk Facebook group admin tools with our guest, Holly Homer. Holly runs kids activity blogs and the mega popular mega popular, I guess, uh, Quirky <laughs> Mama Facebook page with over 3 million fans. I, I, wow. I can't believe that. She writes about (laughs) blogging and social media strategies at hollyhomer.com and is the author of two books and a third one coming out this December. Holly, welcome back to the show. (laughs) Yay. Thank you so much. I love this show. You're welcome. Yeah. We we love having you. Yeah. It's it's been a little while, but you know, and, and, and actually that's a really great place to start. The last time you were on the show. I, how can I put this the right way? I, I, let's just say this. You were disgruntled with Facebook. I was a disgruntled. You, I was you, a disgruntled um, yes, I was disgruntled. I went through a period of disgruntledness. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, for people who want to go back to that, they can go back to that podcast episode. We can figure out where it is and, and maybe link it up in the show notes. I know I'm giving people behind the scenes more work to do, but hey, right. that's what happens. <laughs> but uh, that news was a little disconcerting for a lot of people because they're like, man, Holly can't make things work. You're welcome, Grace. If Holly can't make things work on Facebook, how am I supposed to make it work? You've got 3 million fans. What am I supposed to do? You know, that was kind of the, not the takeaway we wanted to give people, but that is maybe, anyway, go ahead. I, yeah, I want to know say, where are you at now? How what has yeah, the journey well, been like? I think like then? you know the, the stages of grief came into effect. I don't know what, <laughs> what level I was on the show. I do know that like <laughs> after the show, I had several people emailing me like these really like oh my gosh, I'm so sorry emails. I was like oh crap, I didn't really want it to be that negative, but it like it. The bottom line here. So Facebook made a change. And if you go in February, that cut my income by 60% overnight on one line. So um, one of the things that happens, and we knew, like, we all know, all these things are temporary. All these things are things that are like, you know, we grab them while we have. And so, you know, the fact that that happened, you know, like, I expected it someday. I think the, the suddenness of overnight was like, probably why I was like in mourning for a long time. And, and it just took a while to kind of process it and then like go out and do new stuff. 
Um, and luckily that's not my only thing. So I have other stuff, but like, I, it, I think the big lesson here for anyone is all eggs in one basket is never a good idea um, in social media <laughs> ever. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you, I mean, even now you're saying like, yeah, it was 60%. Yeah, it was, it, it wasn't that it was that it could have happened at all. It's that it happened so suddenly mm-hmm. and without warning. Right. Yeah, that was, and, you know, I, I, I think that, I think that's what shocked me the most. Cause you know, I'm an organic growth girl. Like we grew the, the Facebook page to the th- over 3 million organically. And so I see the ebb and flows of organic and how fleeting, like over time, it just decreases, decreases, decreases. So that was my mindset with Facebook is, oh, things happen slowly. Like I'll be able to prepare. Like I was preparing. Um, but over time, like I had a nine month timeline, not an overnight timeline. And so I think like, and I, I would probably like, you know, kind of say it's like someone getting their Facebook t- page taken away or their ad account removed. Like mm-hmm. those are sudden things that we have to remember those things can happen. And mm-hmm. like, while I'm like, I'm super sad over it. Like I did make a lot of money on Facebook. So like, <laughs> like you know, I think it's, you know, so it's not that I'm sad that I ever did it. It just was, a, a, a you know, kind of a shock. Um, anyway, yeah. don't, don't put your eggs in all in one basket. No. So it was great having you on then. And I love that you were able to be strategic. Now, the thing is, is all along with the whole Facebook page thing, you've been doing Facebook groups and that's our main topic. We want to talk about Facebook groups today and we've got a whole bunch of different recent, semi-recent and even a little bit of older news that is going to all incorporate into kind of one big Holly Homer Facebook strategy extravaganza. (laughs) So let's get into this. And first and foremost, the, the newest news was this. Facebook uh, expanding group insights and allowing um, brands and admins to link their ex- existing Facebook ad pixel to their Facebook groups. This can mean a lot of different things. When you started to read about this and find out about this and study it, what did it start to give you inkling wise of what you could start to do with this? So, um, my largest group has about 31,000 in it. And it is a sales group. It is a specific group, like a community around a product. And so um, we also have a Facebook page for that product because we do, um, you know, Facebook advertising. But one of the biggest frustrations has been my Facebook page has 10,000 fans on it for the same product that my group has 31,000 in. And so like a lot of times, we want to get the message out to the entire group, the entire group, because we know there are people. But because the algorithms within the Facebook groups have been declining with organic reach and organic posting, that's nearly impossible. Um, I do have a large email list, but then we know how email goes. Like not everybody in you know will open up their email to get this. We also have a large messenger list, but not all thirty-one thousand of those are on messenger, and so. What I love, love, love about thinking about the Facebook pixel is being able to actually reach those people if I put some money behind it. Yeah, I am not a huge Facebook pixel uh, person that under, I I just don't understand the pixel sometimes. I get it. Like I think (laughs) I hear pixel and I think retargeting. And then I'm like, but why do you want to retarget the people that are already your follower or already in your group? And then it hit me. It's this Venn diagram kind of thing where it's like, oh, wait, you can't reach everybody, even in a group, like you just said, which is great insight. So if I know they're in a group and I know that they're 
clicked through and maybe went to my site, that means they've doubled down in a sense. Like they've, they've, they've qualified themselves for, to be in an audience of even more, like being in the group is warm, being on the page is warm, put those together. It's hot. Like that's, that's, that's my really low grade. Like I barely understand this thing. Understanding how far off am I? (laughs) (laughs) I think you're really, really close. Like I kind of think about it being like the more connections you have and Facebook sees between you and that other person. And you have to remember, I I think a lot of times as marketers, we're always like thinking about us versus them. But every single one of those 31,000 people in that group is another person that I have a personal connection or a business connection or a page connection or an email connection to. And so... When like, for instance, if that person is um, in my group, if that person, I have their email list, are they on my email list, they're on my messenger list, they're on my, they're on my friends list, they're on my page list, like Facebook can see three of those right now. And so those, those, if you have those three touch points, you're more likely to see anything I post on the internet because Facebook sees those three connections. And so what I love about the pixel is it gives us just one more way to tell Facebook, these are my people. They want to hear from me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it kind of, you know, earmarks those people and says, wait, this is, it's, it's, it's almost, I, I'm thinking of it like branding a cow where it's like, you're in Texas, you get that, right? So <laughs> exactly. there you go. <laughs> Kim, do we have any um, um, comments or questions uh, that are coming in what, during the live show? Or if you've got any questions there uh, on hold, that'd be great. Um, um, no, we don't have any questions yet. I was just wondering, like, how do you foresee using the pixel? How do you, how are you going to put that into play for your business? So for me, um, the pixel is just going to help. I, I feel like everything's a little fragmented on Facebook right now. If, if you're running a group that is attached to a page, uh, because like, you know, there, there's some finesse as to, well, should I post this in the group? Should I post this on the page? Like, you know, if you post it on the page and everybody in the group sees it, if you post it on the group that, you know, it's not public. I mean, there's just like, it's kind of a game we're playing like, oh, guess where they are today. <laughs> and so, Like being able to like to have a kind of a cohesive, a place to have an announcement. Like, like if I'm running a sale today, like, which I am, wouldn't it be amazing to be able to let all the people know, not mm-hmm. like, and then also stop annoying them with, let's say they are on the page, they are on the email list, they are on the messenger list, they are in the, the with the same message. Like, um, what if I could just make sure they saw that message once um, mm-hmm. in a cohesive way? And I think that's kind of the fun part is like, I would totally be willing to put some money behind it. But at this point, I'm always like, why won't they let me advertise to these people? Like, you know, like they're in my group and I can't reach them. There's nothing I can do to reach them. Like they're, they're like, if they don't, if they're not, if they haven't engaged in a while, they're just not going to see it. Yeah. Kim, Tim Lewis has got a pretty good question there. Why don't you ask that one? Okay. Let me find his question here. Hi, Tim. Um, (laughs) So um, are they adding the equivalent functionality for the website pixel to the groups or are they adding the functionality to target group membership to the advertising platform custom audiences? Yeah, I don't know that I have the answer to that because what I was reading, it was still a little like unclear, like what the pixel would do, but it just seemed like, oh my gosh, I'd be able to like, 
identify this group, which right now you can't, which is so funny because we do have the ability, like I literally have my group linked with my page. So those things are very coordinated together, but I still can't Facebook advertise to that group. So I think that's probably the first component. And then obviously, if you have an audience of those, you're going to be able to do other things with that audience. Yeah, there's still a lot we don't know here with this, yeah, sure. this rollout. So mm-hmm. uh, we're still, you know, I'm, I'm sure we probably will actually come back together about this again and talk more about this topic. So uh, I don't see any more questions. Uh, I was going to mention, yet, has anyone so. seen it in the wild yet? Because I do not have the pixel in my analytics yet. Um, has any? Have you guys seen any pages that actually, or the groups that have it? I have. No, I have not. Okay. No, I think there were some people in the social media marketing society who maybe had seen it, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, so again, that this is you know latest we have on this particular uh, piece of information. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk more about it and what it means and what what it's capable of, you know, strategically moving forward soon. Um, let's move on to the next piece here, which is another cool kind of uh, almost a duh, like Facebook, why didn't you already give us this? <laughs> uh, basically, Facebook allowing group admins to pin comments. Yeah, This is huge, right? This has been one of the frustrating things for a really long time. Uh, and, you know, especially just almost anything you do in a group, you know, it's it's for engagement. And then you're not ever allowed to like, you know, like pin the question if you put it or like if everybody has the same customer service question in that whole thing, there, there was no way for you to put that answer up there. Um, so you know, or if there was like one person that had the best, like, you know, like you want to make sure this is the what everybody sees. Um, so this is amazing. Like, I, and like, yeah, like, I don't know why we didn't have that a long time ago, but I know it's a process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, it, it, again, it's, it's one of those things where this is courtesy of Matt Navarro. We've got a screenshot here where it shows new pin comments, click the menu next to the comment to pin it. And a pin comment will appear at the top of the comment section for that particular post. So, you know, that's really cool. Like to be able to, as an admin say, this is the comment that I want people when they click into these comments on this post, I want them to see that one first. That's great. Of course, there's been no official rollout on this one either when it comes to, you know, the news and Facebook being forthcoming. But again, Matt Navarro is pretty good. Yeah. He digs in and finds things and shares things. And so, you know, I mean, half of the time we're like joking, this is the Matt Navarro show. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you again, Matt, for finding this and sharing this. It's really helpful for us. But yeah, it- I mean, is there more to it other than the ability to just pin that comment up there? And, you know, it, it feels like it's a small thing, but it feels like there might be better or bigger ramifications strategy wise that this gives you the ability to do? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, like one of the benefits of a lot of these groups is that the conversation goes, the conversation threads go on for days. And also like they're really involved. And like for someone to jump into a conversation on day three and have to read through two or 300 comments, that can be like, that can leave people out of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And so like if you were pinning updates or like the most important thing or the solution to the problem that people were having, then a lot of people aren't willing to, to read it to the end. So I think it's going to be very, very valuable um, for especially those really long threads. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. So if it's, if it's one where it's like asking for an answer, 
being able to pin that actual answer so that people can see it without sifting through the rest. That's genius. Yeah. We use it on, cool. you know, we use the, on live videos, you know, the pinned comment to like put the resource links into it too. So like if there was more additional information that you wanted as an mm. admin to add or verify, cause you know, like in sometimes like, you know, rumors and all this kind of stuff can get going in all these things. And you don't want to go in and delete those necessarily, but you don't want to add weight to them. So you could put like, Hey, this is the actual information. I want you to know that as you read through this, um, this thread. Right. Well, very interesting. Tim does have another question. Shocking. Tim says, um, do we think this is all a prelude to charting for running a group? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like um, pretty much anything that's happening on Facebook is heading towards monetization. So I think one of the things that like I would always learn from Facebook is when you can align your um, what you can earn from it with what they can earn from it, you're always going to be on the best path. Mm hmm. Kind of move into mm -hmm. get in there, get into Facebook's flow mm -hmm. and say, Hey, they seem to be going this way. I will align myself in the way that they are going so that I don't get sideswiped. Although, again, that could still happen suddenly. <laughs> Just be prepared. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, let's see. We've got some other cool stuff uh, coming up here. Let's see here. So Facebook has also been experimenting with conversation starter. Uh, a co Sorry, let me rephrase this. Because I got confused when we went over this in show prep meeting, and then I realized what it was, and it's something completely different. They're experimenting with a, sh uh, a conversation starter badge in groups. And this actually shows up in the form of a kind of a, a designation or a um, uh, like a role or a like, yeah, I mean, it basically it, it under someone's name, it'll say, conversation starter so this person is is somebody who starts conversations it's 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 in other words it's almost like a, a reward badge it's almost like a it makes me think of of, of a foursquare badge now that i think about oh, it yeah. That's but true. uh but this is interesting holly what do you think about this and and are there any other like uh, maybe designations that you would like to be able to have them invent for your group, <laughs> like troublemaker. Yeah, troublemaker. You know, oh, it also means, it makes me think of Allie Kelly's uh, badges or uh, ribbons that she brings for people's um, name badges at Social Media Marketing World. So yeah. there you go. So I love this um, because you know, and I, you know, one of the things that I like that they that you know we've all been living with for a while is kind of the designation of like the admins and 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 moderators in the group. I think that helps a lot. Uh, I think when when people come to a group and you know are able to kind of like identify people, it's like a name badge. I think like what you said about the the you know the tags on the name badges are very true. Like it gives that person more credibility, and um, it also it also pumps them up a little bit. Um, you know, as far as you're a valuable member of this community, not because you're an admin or not because of this, but because you show up every day and you have really interesting things to say. Yeah, very interesting. I know that this is, is interesting to me. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of it from the perspective of the admin and being able to quickly identify those most active members of my group but then I'm also thinking from the 
perspective of a new person that's a new a person that's a new member to the group being able to easily latch on to those people and say, oh, they're a conversation starter. They're a they're a highly engaged uh, person in this group. They may have the answers that I need, and you know, to reach out and and uh, you know talk with them, kind mm-hmm. of like a. Uh, almost a mentorship thing, which we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that whole Facebook mentorship thing yeah. briefly in a little bit, but it, it kind of comes across as a benefit for both the admins and the other group members, right? Yeah. And like when, you know, there's really interesting dynamics in groups. Uh, and, you know, I, I think one of the things that I talk about, one of the benefits of groups is that, you know, a lot of people, especially when you're talking about a sale, like a group that is a around a, com- a common cause or a, a like a, a product or a line of products that they're there, like they're there for one or two reasons, but they may not realize they have a whole bunch of other things in common. And so in order to have a lot of engagement in a lot of these groups, you can't, you can't just talk about one subject, which what part of the group fun is to explore many of the other relationships, like, like things that you share in common, but like sometimes that can go really far afield really quickly because you can also find things that a lot of people don't agree on. (laughs) And so um, one of the things that's really, really cool is like in our sales community, there are people in our group that have never bought anything from us, but they are so important to us. They're more valuable than some of our customers because they show up to live sales. They converse in the group in a positive way. They are community builders. So like, it's like, we don't care if they ever like, but we don't like, we don't want them to go away. We want to honor them and honor their effort because it is, it is more important to me than money, their role in that group. Yeah. So their, their activity in the group is more important than if they actually, if you, that if you, then if you made a sale Mm -hmm. off of them, right. Because it's leading to other people's sales, Mm -hmm. but also them just making the environment like In other words, they're lifting, yes, they're lifting the spirit of the entire group, (laughs) which is great. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's really, it's a really cool dynamic. And I think that's one of the reasons why you see a lot of people turning to Facebook, like in the evening (laughs) and, you know, it's because a lot of times these groups uh, are their vacation from their problems. If I might quote, um, what about Bob? Um, the is like, they're there because it is a happy environment. It's a supportive environment. And it just happens to be, oh, also a sales group or also a passion, you know, behind a cause group. Yeah, that's very cool. I'm glad that that's uh, something that you've been able to um not realize, but just that, that, that you've seen that, that you've, I mean, I, I'm, I'm stunned that you actually know, like, who those people are in your group that haven't bought anything, but <laughs> that they're also the people that are just like super engaged mm-hmm. and like, I, this is my family, I belong, you yeah. know, that's really cool. Well, you know, you go back to like that thousand true fan, you know, like you mm-hmm. can make a living off a thousand true fans. And you know what the funny thing is, we found is, all those thousand don't have to buy from you. <laughs> they just have to be brand advocates in some way or are benefiting the community in some way. And, so, and sometimes like, like um, oh, I happen to have a team that does the same thing. And so a lot of times, you know, one of the things is they may know our community really well. And I would never make this public outside of like, you know, a, a group that's very private, but like, some of those names that they associate with our community, like some of our top, what you would consider our top customers are really not customers at all. Mm. 
Interesting. Well, so uh, Kim, you had something you were going to ask. Um, yeah, I had a question here from Crystal or Christy, rather. Sorry. Um, could you make an FAQ tab of pin posts? Okay, so they're asking about the um, pin posts. I, I think so. That's not the pinning comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you do that? I don't so, do you, that. Yeah, you do have. I mean, you already had the ability to do a pin post in your group, which I would highly encourage you to put like all those frequently asked questions in there. That's a very smart strategy. You, like the rules of the group, anything you want group members to find, I would definitely put in that pin um, pin post. And then I hadn't even thought about it, but you could then like if you're a lot of groups will say, hey, make sure you comment um, like maybe in you know, when you have to fill out the questions before you get in the group, they say, you know, go ahead and read through the rules or read through the pin post and then comment to make sure you did. And you could probably then remind them on that pinned comment on the pinned post, hey, make sure you comment here, um, you know, if that's a rule of your group. Okay. Yeah. Mm. That is not yeah. a smart strategy. Yeah. And we have um, another question here. Keep going. Um, any tips how to reach more members? Uh, and Jan Janaina. I probably butchered your name. I'm so sorry. But uh, she says she's frustrated that from 1,000 people's posts just reach 150 or 200 people, which that is You're not alone. <laughs> You're not alone in that frustration. Um, so this kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier about the number of connections you have with people. And, um, and then you take, it's almost like a spider web and like the six degrees of separation is not only the connections you personally have with those people in their group, but then also the kind of the combined connections of them being connected to other people in the group and other things that happen. I mean, remember Facebook is looking at this by the numbers. I mean, they're, you know, they're looking at, and those connections count over time. And so anything you can do inside that group that draws people into that conversation tagging each other, huge. When think about that, if you can get somebody, get people to tag each other in that, um, in that post in your group, there have to tag group members. I mean, like you can't tag out people outside of the group in, in most groups. Um, the public ones, I think you can, but, um, the, the private groups you have to, or the, um, the unlisted, what am I saying? I'm secret. Not secret. secret the other one, the private groups, the ones that are, they're listed, but they're not thing, which most of us have. So they, they, that allows them to tag other people in the group and bring them into the conversation. Facebook, just like on your page is going to give you more, more reach when you get people talking, when you get people talking in words, more than in more than five words, when they're, when they're actually nesting comments and talking amongst each other, when they're tagging each other, and then that person shows up and, and puts in their two cents, all those things are going to help that post get more reach. And in my opinion, when you get a post that does really well in reach, you run that, you know, that karma for the next few posts. So like, you know, if you start every day with something really engaging, something really conversational, something that will get people woken up, and then you use the rest of the day to, to get your message, your, like your sales message or your passionate message across um, through other ways. Video is a really way to, a really good way to do that too. We don't necessarily do live video all the time to sell. A lot of times we're doing live video just to get people talking because if they comment on my video, they're going to see my next post. And so 
it's a big game. It's just like we've yeah. been playing on Facebook pages for a long time. I feel like the algorithm in the groups is about 18 months behind. And so whatever we were doing 18 months ago on Facebook pages is now the battle we're playing um, in Facebook groups. Interesting. So speaking of getting more people together inside of a group and gathering around. So Watch Party was something that was released to all groups uh, recently, about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever, have you, I know you just said you kind of sometimes do uh, live video. Mm-hmm. Watch Party is not live video, mm-hmm. although it kind of has a quality of live video to yeah. it because it's, it is live. Everybody is there watching the same thing at the same time. Um, What's your experience been with with uh, Watch Party so I far? Have you tried it yet? I think it's awesome, but I haven't figured out any way to use it for us. Uh, and the reason is, is because we are based in live video and we have the conversations with our people, um, our community members, our friends through live video. So th- any converse, like if they were watching a live video on Watch, it would be taking the conversation away from what we could see which isn't a benefit to us. Um, but like, I, like if you were, I like, I think there's a ton of reasons if you were like maybe around a, like a cause or something like that, that, you know, something, you know, I would use it like when the new season of, you know, X, Y, or Z comes out, you know, to kind of hang out and watch it with my friends, that kind of thing. I think one of the challenges face, I mean, I think Facebook's trying to like get us all to, I guess like the NFL games and stuff that, or the MLB games that have been on, that would be kind of a cool um, thing. I don't see a lot of Facebook um, content right now that I would like have a, like throw a watch party around. I think that's the biggest uh, obstacle I'm seeing right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that being a, a big obstacle. Um, I'm wondering though, I know that, I mean, in the past you've done, Maybe, maybe you haven't been doing them for a while now, but I know in the past you had been doing kind of like Facebook videos from your page. Right. What if you were to say, hey, we're going to do a, we're going to do like a marathon or something like that. Of course, I don't know. Personally, that's something that I want to go to a group to do. Maybe I'm just not in the right group. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I think, <laughs> I think that's actually probably one of the smarter ways. You know, I hadn't really even thought about like doing reruns on, um, on some of like our funny videos that we've done in the past. Uh, that could be kind of fun. I, I see that as something we could use it now that you mention it. But, but yeah, like I don't, like I don't know that um, for us, there's really anything on Facebook that like we'd all watch together. Because we like we like to be the ones that are connecting directly, um, whereas that's kind of like using a third party to do that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's almost like a proxy mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So interesting. All right. Well, before we get into your favorite uh, thing that we're going to talk about today, teaser, it's Facebook units. Uh <laughs> We're going to mention again that this show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World 2019. So many of you have already let us know that you have your ticket and that we will see you there for the first time. Or again, it's kind of like uh, summer camp for social media marketers, you know, annually once a year, all getting together and, you know, sitting around the digital fire, so to speak, and singing songs. And no, anyway. Uh, <laughs> It is awesome, though. It is. It really is. Mm -hmm. And Holly, you've been a speaker there for us before. Mm -hmm. It's been awesome having you do that. Uh, I think that's the only time I've ever met you face to face, to be honest. I think so. And uh, other than, I think this counts, though. I think digital counts. (laughs) So, 
but you can find out more at smmw19.com. We would love to see you there. And so moving in now, Holly, you brought this up and I had forgotten it existed, to be honest, because almost nobody is talking about this. And it's been around for a while now. They basically started quietly testing this feature. So what is a Facebook unit? So Facebook units are, they're kind of awesome. Um, so Facebook unit allows you to take the content that you have in your Facebook group or, you know, new content that you would add and organize it into some sort of unit is what it's called. So um, that can be like video and other posts that are in there, maybe some uploads, uh, anything that you want to like, coordinate together, you could like create a unit around that topic. Uh, So let's say you're not doing education in your group. Um, You know, you're just, you know, but you maybe you have like a lot of frequently asked questions, you could have like those answers to all those questions in like a unit on frequently asked questions, or maybe you have a lot of questions around a certain topic, you could put those in there. For us, we always have some sort of component of education to no matter what we're doing, even if it's as simple as like sizing. Like, you know, if you're selling clothes, you need, they, people need to know what their size is and, and that kind of stuff. So you could have a whole bunch of information in those units that are dedicated to, let's make sure you get your right size, um, you know, and maybe like other people, like, what would this look like on me? If they're buying it on the internet, they don't know what it's going to look like. Let's, here's body styles that might be like yours in this piece of clothing so that they can get a connection. And it's not necessarily an education piece, like what um, Facebook was kind of originally thinking when they were thinking about the units. But it's a it's a way to organize information in a way that's easily found in a Facebook group, which is not an easy thing unless you're super good at search, which I've gotten to be because these weren't (laughs) around for a while. But then also giving people just an easy way to find the information that they're seeking. So, it, so you said, so the thing you just said, though, you said, well, this isn't really how Facebook intended it kind of to be used. So you're, you're, you kind of hacked your own way to use it. How did Facebook originally intend for us to use it? So units was, from what I understand and what I've read, you know, units was always like kind of about those, you know, kind of educational units, you know, kind of a lot of us had Facebook groups, in addition to maybe a course on Kajabi, or a course on ClickFunnels, or a course on, you know, all these different platforms we were using for courses, but then we were always adding a Facebook group so that we could get the the component of, uh, you know, community around that that lesson. And so I think from like, what makes sense to me is they look at that and like, why are we why are we second dairy to this conversation? Why is Facebook? Why isn't the Facebook group where that education lies? And what's the really exciting thing? um, I think that and I know we're going to talk about it in a minute about like a Apple being able to add then a subscription value to that group, then you can now have everything in the one place. Um, Whereas right now, I feel like we're duct taping so many different things together. Like, oh, like when you like, if you sell an online course, oftentimes, that first email that goes to the person is like, all right, join our Facebook group, get this login, get this login, get this login. And all of a sudden, they're like, 
oh my gosh, I just signed up for four different things. I now have four different passwords Mm -hmm. for. Whereas Facebook, I think is a really genius in this way of getting all of that on their platform and then allowing us to monetize it. Yeah. Kim, do we have any questions on what, uh, about Facebook units so far? Not yet. Not that I see. But I'm sure. I will. Oh, it looks like we've got. I was going to say I want to mention one of the downfalls of of um, units, uh, or one of the things that you'll need to address um, <laughs> if you're using it is because so the units are on kind of a separate page, like you know, kind of a separate menu item that you go in, like the photos are and that kind of stuff. So you go in and find those units, and which is really cool, and you can go through and watch those units. Admins can see your like who what what videos people are watching. Like if you have them all like unit one, unit two, like how their progress is, you can see down to like, oh, well, she's in there commenting about like she knows all this stuff and she didn't even watch the video. You know, (laughs) not that that's ever happened before. Um, Not at all. (laughs) But like, you know, there's a lot of analytics that's amazing. One of the downfalls we found with the units is Like if you're, for instance, have like maybe topic of the week that you like, hey, you know, here's the unit for this week. And then we're going to discuss this unit all week. Um, That is really, really awesome. Except when like if you just joined a bunch of people to your group that then started at week one and you're on week six, every time they comment or, or interact with unit one, two, three, four, five, it's jumping into the, the feed of that group, which can get really cluttery. Um, so like, you just have to be aware. So sometimes what we will do in that situation is we'll actually pull units out to keep the conversation around what we want to, and then put them back in when that conversation um, is over. Oh, very right. interesting. Yeah. That's a lot of management um, to be doing. Yeah, Yeah, running a group is not an easy thing. (laughs) Uh, We've had a lot of actually chat going on here uh, live in the uh, Crowdcast, the live show. Uh, A bunch of different comments here. I know Allie dropped some stuff in. Uh, Leslie (laughs) Samuel, he's saying, wait, why am I not using units in my group? How did I not know about this? <laughs> but, I, but but Leslie, a lot of people didn't know about this. That's why we really, you know, well, one, uh, Holly wanted to bring it up. She brought it up and I'm like, wait a second, what is that again? And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, we've only talked about this once a long time ago. It's really not very well known. Um, and, and actually, Allie, uh, Kelly, you know, head of the Social Media Marketing Society, she has been using units for a while also in the society group in different ways. Um, she lists some of that out as well. So yeah, we have an example from Allie. She said that um, she uses units to put together collections of group documents uh, for breaking news posts and to collect posts where members have made great tool recommendations. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just about gathering people around your stuff that you're teaching them because because when i hear unit i'm like oh yeah academia when we move through this unit we will now know this thing is kind of where my mind goes um and and that actually kind of goes to what you were talking about holly where you can see their progress behind the scenes of how they're moving through the stuff that's so it seems like this is almost something that facebook put out there didn't really tell a lot of people about but some people like you again are, are using it and Allie are using it for uh really great benefit to their groups now, as Holly, as you had gotten to, 
there's this whole other aspect of Facebook groups having all this great content in it. And then this next step of allowing people to charge admission for a Facebook group. So yeah, let's get into this. I'm like more excited. I mean, I haven't been this excited about a Facebook um, feature in a really long time. Probably live video was the last time I got this excited. Uh, <laughs> and because um, the, we've been duct taping it for so long um, and we've been in a lot of cases, we've been going against, you know, Facebook's own policies and pre procedures as to what a group is supposed to be. And, and if you read through that, it really appears like, and you know, it's all vague terms. It really appears that if you're charging, you're not allowed to charge for a group. Like if you're charging for a group, you have to have something else that, that you're actually charging for that thing. And oh, by the way, mm -hmm. the group is included kind of thing. Like that's how yeah, a lot Facebook of us have been doing it. It's an add-on. Yeah, it's an add-on. And so that one of the reasons why we have been put, hosting our, our courses and stuff in other places was to, was to accomplish that. And so what I love about this is the ability to, to take the money right there um, and also the management of that group, because I think anybody who's run one of those paid, you know, situations where people are added to a Facebook group and then like they stop payment on, on the course and like, the, and then you're like, oh, but their Facebook name is different than their, the email, you know, I mean, like, you don't know, oh, did they really pay last month? Oh, they, oh, they're using their boyfriend's Facebook account. Like, you know, I mean, like there's a, a million different variables as far as identifying that person in real life to their Facebook account and, and whether you want to go in every month and pull those people out of the group. And so I think that's going to clean that process up a lot is that when they stop paying Facebook, I assume they're going to be pulled out of the group automatically. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's, it's a really exciting, exciting thing that's going to come down. Yeah, this is, uh, to, to be clear, this is something that Facebook is testing. It's not something that's out there officially rolled out. There's a couple of different ways that, you know, people have, uh, you know, ideas where it's like, wait, um, Facebook, w will they be taking a cut? Or will I get all of what I charge? Do I have to factor in Facebook's cut of my admission charge to my group? Uh, those kinds of things. So, so um, I, I hope Facebook takes a cut. I mean, like that will guarantee this to be the most amazing thing ever if they take a cut. If they roll it out and don't take a cut, yeah, no, that's not something that's self, that's not sustainable. Um, so I hope they take a cut and, and, um, I hope they roll it out to me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, are you listening? <laughs> oh, Holly, uh, Leslie was asking, he says, and <laughs> doesn't hosting a membership on Facebook scare you? What if they make another big change? I think that's why I want to do it. Exactly. I, I want them, I want them taking a cut. I want them wanting me to succeed. And I think that's one of the downfalls of what happened with live video is they were never able, able to monetize it to the, what they expected. And so it became a money loser to them. And so they devalued it and the reach, you know, went in, in kind. And so I like if, if they could just allow me to chart, you know, I would pay $10 to go on live video today. Um, you know, we need to have our goals aligned with Facebook goals and make sure what we're doing is making them money. Otherwise, they just eliminate it. 
Yeah, but I yeah. think you have kind of a unique attitude about that. So many people have the attitude that, well, Facebook should do this or they owe us this or we've come to their <laughs> platform. So they owe us all of these features. And I think that your attitude is is um, much more practical. They're running yeah, it, a business. I mean, they're running exactly. a business just like we are. Exactly. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, I've seen it time and again with, you know, apps on the in the app store where it's like, it's one of my go to apps, it's free. And then they start charging. And then I'm like, No, you're right. This is good. They should be charging. It's worth it for them to be charging so that it they stay in business. Exactly. Because free apps disappear all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. you can't support them. Um, and like, I mean, you think about Facebook in the in the beginning. Facebook would is was able to like get data <laughs> and then sell that data. And now, now we're like, oh, Facebook, don't collect our data, don't sell our data. I mean, like, come on, people, how do you think this is a free platform? Like, there's a yeah. at some point we have to grant grace for what we've been given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so. So then the other key piece here is just uh, a couple of weeks ago, I know you heard about this, and we even touched on it earlier in this conversation, the whole mentorship thing came out. And this was an official rollout. And, you know, we won't recap the entire thing here right now, because we talked to Andrea Vall about that. And sorry, Grace, uh, that's yet another show we should probably link to in the show notes for this episode. (laughs) Thank you. Um, (laughs) uh, But I'm interested to get your take Holly, on mentorship and if this is something that you'd consider doing in any of your groups. Yeah, I love, I mean, I love this idea of putting people together. I mean, like Facebook, you know, their mission is to put people together. Um, And I think this is a really cool way of doing it. I think my confusion, because I went, as soon as I heard about it, um, I, you know, I went to sign up. And in my mind, like I wanted to learn from some, like, I didn't know if I was a mentor or a mentee or what that meant. Like, you know, like I want to learn from someone else and I'm glad to teach what I know, but like there was no, and I need to go listen, watch that show because this might explain it, but I, like, I didn't <laughs> know like what was involved and which side of this spectrum I should do first, because I feel like there's no, you know, we can always learn from everyone else. That's, that's, you know, I, I wish it was a complete circle. Like I almost wanted like, you know, maybe a triangle of the three of us learning together because like, I think there's always back and forth that I don't think people think Mm -hmm. about more than, so you're, you're saying you'd like it for it to be more than just a one-to-one where it's like, there's a mentor and a mentee. You'd rather have it be maybe more than just those two people. Yeah. Or like, or more of a, like a learning circle or a, you know, I guess I'm thinking more of like a master, a small mastermind group where yeah. we're learning from each other. Like we all have these different groups or whatever we're learning about. And, and there's things that are working in each of them that we would have never come across. And see, that's where I was like, I don't know that like, I want to be a mentee, but then like, like, I didn't know what that involved, like, you know, and how basic it got. And then I'd be glad to be a mentor, but I want to make sure that like, I do have something to offer the person that would be signing up underneath. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and then obviously, if you start combining bits and pieces of these last three things we were talking about with the units, mm-hmm. with the testing the subscription, you know, paying to have a group, people to get into a group, I mean, and even the mentorship stuff. I mean, you're basically running like, in a sense, a mastermind slash curriculum 
Facebook group and charging for it. So I mean, that's kind of where we're going. Yeah. And we like we've been able to do that already. I do have um, have one that that would be in that category. And because um, we do charge for it, we've been able to figure out how to charge through um, through many chat. Uh, so that they are actually not leaving Facebook to pay for it. And then, so we know who they are, add them to the group. Um, and so, and the, the other thing I, I, we didn't cover in units that I want to make sure people realize, um, and one of the brilliance of units is, is that let's say I talked about like organic Facebook group um, growth like three months ago, and I made a unit about um, organic Facebook growth. Let's say you're in my group and you post something really, a really great tip about organic Facebook group that's like really up to date or something that wasn't covered in the unit. I can then add that post to that unit. So it's an ever growing resource. So somebody wanting to get the most up to date information about anything I've ever taught or covered would just be able to go and look in that unit area. Mm. Yeah. So it's just, a, it's almost like a snowball. The okay. group is like a snowball. It starts rolling down the hill and eventually you just start gathering more information. And so as you get more people, like they, they start at almost a higher, the, the, the no, the let me rephrase that. The value is much greater for the people that join later in a way, so, which yeah, is weird. Like we, that's something we had thought about when we started this Facebook group, because like if we're doing weekly trainings or like, or highlighting something different every week, you know, yeah, the people who join, um, you know, six months from now are going to have the value of all that. The, mm-hmm. But the cool thing is when you think about those early adopters, and I think a lot of us are all here because we are early adopters to a certain extent, is that you, those early adopters get to um, focus the conversation. And so, and that's what's the beautiful thing about doing a Facebook group with an co- educational component is that you're actually answering the questions that people have right now. Um, and you're not waiting to create like some big unit for, or some big education piece that you're going to host somewhere else and, and, you know, charge a lot of money for people to come through. You, like if someone asks a question and um, I literally will go turn on the camera, answer that question with a, as much information as I have right then, post the video and add it to the unit. So we're talking almost real time. So instead of coming from like, oh, I'm going to lecture you about what this information is. It's more of a situation where, hey, um, you know, it's almost a mastermind situation. Whereas like, I'm not the only one that can go live. (laughs) Like, you know, if you have something (laughs) to add or you can answer a question, please go live and we'll add it to the unit for everybody's value. And so over time, um, I, I can see how it will become almost overwhelming the amount of valuable information that are in these groups. And yes, we can charge for that. I mean, that's, that is gold. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things in this conversation as we kind of wrap up that, I don't think marketers have fully thought through when it comes to Facebook groups. Don't get me wrong. There are, there are smart marketers out there who are doing a lot of the stuff that you've been talking about and are thinking about these things. But I think for a lot of people, this is new territory for them. Is there any kind of bow you would want to say wrap up this conversation on to get people thinking about Facebook groups in the right way? Yeah. So like, I think my biggest question um, that I answer a lot is like, well, do I need a group and a page? 
And I'm like, those are so different. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's not even the like those aren't the same countries. Uh, you know, like the the group is your community. Your group is your kitchen table. Your group is where you know, like you're sitting and strategizing as a group. Hence the name. Whereas the page is more of a broadcast, and so. I think a lot of people, like when they're looking at, oh, I don't want another thing. Like, I don't want another thing. I don't want another social, like, I don't want to have to do another thing. Well, then groups are not for you because they're a lot of work. Um, But (laughs) if you need a community, which if you're selling anything online, you need a community. Um, If you need a community and you need a place, like a soft place to fall every day, like that's what that group is. Like the, my groups are my favorite places to hang out because it's where all my friends are and where people are interacting and having a good time. You know, like that, that is the secret room. And, and that's what you need to be thinking about. What could you, what could you be offering as a secret room and a VIP experience for the people who already know and love you? Wow. That's, that's a great thought. I, I, I as you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, I'm not using Facebook out in the newsfeed and on pages nearly as much as the time I'm spending in groups these days. And it did not occur to me till just now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And part of it is an algorithm thing because you will. But the other thing I think about the algorithm is, yeah, it's a, you'll say a little bit more about groups, but partially it's because you have connections. You'll have more connections. You have more friends in those groups. You'll make more friends on those groups than on a page ever, ever. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Holly, it's been awesome talking to you yet again, as usual. So glad you were here. Thanks for being here. Uh, I know a lot of people got a lot out of this and a lot of people are going to get a lot out of this as they listen to it in the next few days. So uh, reach out to Holly, reach out to her and ask her your questions. She's more than uh, willing to answer. Um, Where can people find you? That's the easiest way. I know we listed off uh, hollyhomer.com. Anywhere else you'd like people to specifically reach out to you? Yeah. So um, hollyhomer.com is actually under, um, it's undergoing a revamp, which will be a great place to find me in the future um, in the next few weeks. And then um, you can always find me on Facebook. Um, Look me up on, um, I have a Holly Homer page and a Holly Homer profile. So that's probably the easiest place to start. Cool. Very cool. Awesome. Holly, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. All right. So wrapping up the show, I want to remind you again that the show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World. And you can find out more about this mega conference in Social Media Marketing World 2019 in San Diego. You can find out more at smmw19.com. If you want to get the show notes for this episode, just head on over to social media marketing. Sorry, now I'm trying to tell everybody everything at the same time. Head on over to socialmediaexaminer.com. Every Saturday, the show notes for this episode are there. You'll find the replay for the live video that we did, as well as the uh, uh, all the information that you can hit to subscribe to the show. If you enjoyed the show, I would ask you to share it. Share it either with the podcast people that you're listening to, that you've listened to it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, the new episodes drop every Monday, or share the Saturday post with them that has the Crowdcast video in it where they can watch live and relive the experience. We'll see you again next week, Friday, September 7th, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. And... I want to say thank you to Leslie Samuel for stepping in this week to cover simulcasts for Jeff C. Grace Duffy, our show producer, who I gave much more extra work to this week. (laughs) 
and thanks <laughs> thanks Kim for being a great co-host and thanks again to Holly Homer for being here as our special guest and with that we will see you next week on the next social media marketing talk show have a great weekend everyone a long weekend for some of us. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.